The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in, everybody, to the early line. We're live right here on Sports Crit on a Friday morning. I'm Kevin Walsh. That is Donnie Wright side. We have a lot to get to, not just Thursday night football, but TRS, they're out there making big moves overnight in the NFL. They really are. And I, I'm, I'm going to let, let me lay out the story quickly here for you. Of course, I go to bed a little bit earlier. I wake up in the morning. I'm setting my day up here. I didn't look yet at the rundown and I look at the screen, but it wasn't even like bold letters like McCaffrey to the 49ers. I swear I was seeing something I was not seeing. Had to check it out. That is a <laughs> massive, massive story that I can't wait to get into and have some fun with. No doubt about it. We will unpack that trade, the expectations for CMC in his Niner debut, if it will even be this week as they host the Kansas City Chiefs. But as always, we start with Thursday night football, and this was some game to watch, 42-34. The Arizona Cardinals get right with DeAndre Hopkins back. He has 10-103 and on 14 targets in the return again a lot to unpack here Donnie but to begin with DeAndre Hopkins clearly a player Arizona missed they really did miss him here and it's a shame too because my premise during the first few weeks of the season for the Arizona Cardinals was Kevin wait until DeAndre Hopkins gets back and this is going to be a pretty good team to watch on the team total line I know you were in on that Arizona Cardinals team line it's great at the half when you already have it covered and also getting help from a few defensive touchdowns but back to Hopkins looks good just needed a touchdown here to cap off that night Kevin yeah mm. pretty uh... From a, from, a, from a pure, pure betting perspective, I have no idea how the Cardinals had this comfortable of a lead, this many opportunities inside the five, and did not make sure to get their guy in Hopkins a touchdown. I don't know if sneaky Kyler and Cliff are mad at him for him being suspended and the fact that the two of them have both been slandered for the first six weeks of the season because they're essentially useless without DeAndre Hopkins, but it is crazy to me how many chances they had to feed him the football and they did not. But I will say, do continue to track every game the Saints play where there is an elite wide receiver on the other side of the field. The yardage has been consistent. The next game out for them, they play the Vegas Raiders, and Devontae Adams will be favored to have himself a major day. But to your point about Arizona getting right, it would be a bit disingenuous to come on here and say, with Hopkins, they marched down the field over and over and over again. To some degree, yes. But really, Andy Dalton threw this game away with about two minutes left in the first half. He had a pretty bad red zone interception that took mm. would-be points off of the board or even settling for three at that time would have been fine but a pick six followed by a pick six ended this thing in the first half 361 yards four touchdowns it looks nice Donnie it was garbage time created by Dalton's mistakes 
Yeah, he actually threw six touchdown passes, if you want to be kind to Andy Dalton, <laughs> four to his own team, two to the other team yesterday. He threw for his 361 yards, and also Taysom Hill chipped in with 48 yards, and they still got blown out. You can't turn the football over and give away easy scores, and you're right. The second quarter, 25 points by the Arizona Cardinals. Two of those touchdowns there from the defense really put that game away. Saints are banged up. They're bad. And also the premise from yesterday, trying to handicap this game overall, Kevin, it was easy for me. Home team or no team, home team won there. Even though home team hadn't won in about a year at home, finally. Yeah, nearly a full calendar year. Our radio audience yeah. is live on this Friday morning on Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Radio. This is the early line recapping Thursday night football. But you did just say something there that I thought was key. The Saints are bad. It sure looks that way as they sit here at 2-5. and five. Andy Dalton and this Andy Dalton experience, though, should come to a close. It is time to move back to Jameis Winston. I would say, I understand the numbers were gaudy, but the interceptions, it was all too Jameis-esque. And I love this idea that Dalton is the starting quarterback in this game because Jameis Winston is not healthy, but Jameis Winston is the emergency backup quarterback one of those things is cannot be they cannot be true at the same time, Donnie, that Jameis is healthy enough to come in if Dalton is injured, but not healthy enough to start this football game. Yeah, there's something to that, which probably would mean he's probably not healthy enough to drop back on a seven-step drop and throw the football, but an emergency quarterback being, look, if everybody's hurt, he could come in and just hand off no matter the situation. That's what it sounds like to me. They're just buying him a little bit more time until he is right. He will be the quarterback for the majority of the games moving forward now. There's no reason to believe in Andy Dalton because after last night's first touchdown pass, that deep bomb, oh, my yeah. goodness, look at Andy Dalton moving this offense. Yeah, fast yeah. Forward, three interceptions later and two go the other way. On the other side of the field, a viral moment for Kyler Murray as they were at the line and they needed to call timeout. And Cliff Kingsbury certainly wasn't happy in the moment. And boy, did Kyler not like that. It very politely telling Cliff to calm down. It was not politely. And there were some additional words in there in the moment. Arizona won this game. Arizona is a significantly better football team whenever DeAndre Hopkins is around, but the relationship between Kyler and Cliff Donnie, we had wondered if it was okay during the offseason due to how bizarre everything seemingly was playing out between the two. Despite the win, I don't think you can actually say that that relationship is okay. We're hitting a break here. We will be right back, though. It is the early line on a Friday morning. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a Remax agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you here on SportsCut. And as we set off the top big news last night. Christian McCaffrey traded 
to the San Francisco 49ers. It is incredible how quickly things turn. We're not trading CMC. We need two first-rounders to trade CMC. All right, we can get a deal here and send him to the Bay. Uh, it is uh, seemingly up in the air as to whether or not McCaffrey will be available for this game on Sunday against the Kansas City Chiefs. We will break that down in just a moment. But your reaction to Christian McCaffrey landing with the San Francisco 49ers? Sensational, and I love it. And I don't even have any wagers on the 49ers. I know you do. You know, this sort of reamps that, mm -hmm. hey, there's a legitimate chance that they can win that division and make a deep playoff run because they're as talented as anybody in the league offensively and defensively. And you know my affinity for their head coach, Kyle Shanahan, great play caller. I can't wait to see some of the schemes that he cooks up for Christian McCaffrey. But he does have to stay healthy. But let's go even beyond that here, Kevin, because we know the virtual GMs come out of nowhere here and sort of – and I haven't surfed all that much just yet, but I'm waiting to find – Find those, you know, check mark GMs that say, man, Caroline stole. It. <laughs> Caroline, what a deal, man. Second, third, fourth, fifth. I mean, I, that is just unbelievable stuff. And I countered that by saying, okay, second, third, fourth, and fifth. Backup right guard, backup linebacker, and a few cut players for Christian McCaffrey in his prime on a football team that expects to do damage and make the playoffs. You tell me who won that trade and what that's going to turn out to be over the next couple of years. I love this move for San Francisco because we know, Kevin, they're a talented franchise. But sometimes you just need that extra shot in the arm. Can you imagine a split backfield with Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey? I, how do you even defend it at that point? With Kittle at tight end, Ayuk at wide receiver, and so many options with once they get healthy on that offensive line and Williams, who's back to practicing there at left tackle, it's endless. It's endless options if they stay healthy. It sort of re-energizes me for the 49ers and their chances, team totals, winning football games, because when they're healthy and right, that team's going to be really hard to stop. The Panthers brought back a second rounder, third rounder, and fourth rounder for this draft, and then a fifth rounder for 2024. For a running back, pretty much of any caliber, that is probably about as good as you will do. For the Niners, it's not going to hit them hard from a cap space perspective because, again, a lot of the money has basically already been paid or owed through Carolina. So you don't worry about that. But to be honest, though, Don, in a, in a way, Kyle Shanahan has always been able to get running back production no matter who the player is, right? Is there a world that could have better used these resources? I think it's possible. I'm not sure if this is the most impactful player the Niners could have traded for, but he's definitely the biggest name. And it's definitely going to be a guy if he can stay healthy, which we know is a question around McCaffrey will put up, we would think, big-time statistics. However, with all of that said, because I do, again, I think there's more validity than you do to questioning the trade. The Niners, yeah. to me, are the second-best team in the NFC at this point. I think the Eagles are obviously one. They deserve to be one. Mm -hmm. If you look at the rest of it, you could argue Minnesota, Dallas, and the Giants, because those are the only three teams plus the Eagles with better records. Again, if we played today on a neutral, are you taking the Giants? You're not. Are you taking the Vikings? I doubt it. Cowboys, I guess we'll see what it looks like with Dak back. I've been more impressed by the Niners than as it regards to the Green Bay Packers or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't see any reason, even with the Trey Lance injury, that the Niners are not pushing all in to see if they can make a Super Bowl run this year. They absolutely have an opportunity to do so. No, they do. And here, sometimes you have to take the concepts out of, is Christian McCaffrey going to come in and can't get the ball 25 times on the ground? No, he's not going to do that. But the thing that's going to drive defensive coordinators crazy is that scenario that I just matched up. You have two running backs in the backfield, essentially McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, that you cannot tackle in the open field. One of them goes in motion, and the defense has to show their hand of how they're going to play it. And even think about this in a motion matchup or just a shifting of the offense. Both of those guys line up in the backfield in a split 
backfield, either side of Jimmy Garoppolo. Then they both adjust to slot receivers. The madness that's going to go on, the amount of headaches that other defensive coordinators, not during the game, Kevin, during the week are going to have to get prepared for because this isn't Nathaniel Hackett calling this offense here. This is Kyle Shanahan, and the schemes that he's going to be able to come up with and drive defensive coordinators crazy is going to benefit every single player on that football team. So let's just say Christian McCaffrey doesn't come over and you know rush for a 1,000 yards on the ground from here on out for the 49ers or catch a 1,000 yards worth of passes here. Everybody else is going to benefit. If you're George Kittle, you're licking your chops. Brandon Ayuk licking your chops. Debo Samuel now coming in motion on a rocket screen or just a, a, a jet sweep. It's going to be phenomenal stuff because you have to represent the entire football field now as a defense. It's going to be wonderful to watch. It's also going to be fascinating to figure out what this does to the props market, though, now. You assume Jeff Wilson is kind of completely removed from the fold. Though maybe not. Though maybe not. And maybe they kind of ease CMC in as far as the workload goes. Pass catching wise, good luck figuring that out between Debo, Ayuk, Kittle, and of course all of the work that McCaffrey commands. Plus your quarterback is Jimmy Garoppolo. To circle everything back here with their game against the Kansas City Chiefs, it's a fascinating spot. Both football teams coming off of a loss. Patrick Mahomes in his career straight up has been excellent off of a loss. 12-3. and three. And on the road, he's an even better 8-1. and one. He is 16-5-1 when, when he's a field goal or shorter favorite against the spread. So a lot of stuff there says you would want to back Mahomes. Well, I can give you all these great trends on Garoppolo as well. The most important one, probably a 14-6 and six straight up record and a 16-4 and four ATS record when he's an underdog in his career, the best winning percentage of any quarterback. Now, this is a really interesting spot where historically these two teams always win this game, but only one of them obviously can win this matchup here in the Bay. Yeah, no rain in the forecast either, so we should have a pretty clean slate on that one. Also, taking a look at the lines yesterday, Kevin, was a minus three as a road favorite here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now at the FanDuel Sportsbook, we're showing plus two and a half here and sort of getting a little bit lower, and maybe that McCaffrey juice starts to pick up over the weekend. But also, if you take a look at the stats at the FanDuel Sportsbook where the public is still putting their money, 84% of those tickets here coming in on the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see if that sways some opinion. But also, this isn't Christian McCaffrey coming over on a bye week with 10 days to get ready for this football game. He's flying cross-country in the middle of the night to arrive on a Friday with the game plan already in. Do I think McCaffrey will be active Sunday? Yes. Do you remember the last time we were talking about a superstar-type player being active like on a quick week here? It was Odell Beckham Jr. coming to the Rams and having announcers live on the air going, can't believe oh I just gosh. lost to the 49ers, man. This guy just ruins every team, only for that team, the Rams, to go on and win a Super Bowl. He'll be active. He'll get some looks, maybe some dummy looks. But even him being out there and not knowing the play probably causes massive headaches for the defensive coordinator here for the Chiefs. And that same commentator then a year later saying, man, they sure could use Odell Beckham Jr.'s veteran leadership mm. to try and help this team Right, the ship. Uh, There are increasing reports that suggest McCaffrey will suit up this week and be used around the red zone. What's the price you need to bet is any time touchdown? Mm. Two to one? Yeah, maybe anything plus money. If that guy's in in the red really? zone, what a better way to start his career. Yeah, if he's in in the what's he in the red zone for? To be a dummy? No, he's going to have three or four plays that he knows, and they're getting him the football. If just hearing that, if there's reports out there that he's going to be a red zone specialist, that's all you care about. That Forget about him getting carries at the 50-yard line. Give him a carry inside the five? Yeah, I just need plus money, and I'm going to be biting on that one. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Garoppolo under center, CMC behind him. Sneak. Jimmy G fakes it, keeps it, a little end around. Jimmy G dances into the end zone, oh, and people man. are losing their mind. Big game between the Niners and the Chiefs just got a little bit bigger. A lot more for us to break down, including some big returns at the quarterback position. You keep it here. It's the early line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Big time returns this week at the quarterback position of Dak Prescott and Chua Tsongavailoa. Let's start with Dak and Detroit. The Cowboys are home. The Lions coming off their bye catch seven points. The total here is 48 and a half. The expectations for Dak Prescott are, are kind of tough to nail down. Now, the props look like these numbers will be over under one and a half passing touchdowns. Anywhere between probably minus 135 and minus 150 for the juice. The yardage will be 259 and a half, somewhere in that 250 range overall. And for Dak, up against this Detroit defense, you would think it would be open season. We haven't seen Dak in a while. Last time we saw Dak, he was awful. And I still don't feel like I have the greatest read in the world on how healthy Dak is is we know that they have wanted to rush Prescott back for a while. Now, this was always the return date that made sense, but I still wouldn't be surprised if it was one week maybe sooner than needed to be. What are your expectations for Prescott versus the Lions? Measured, measured for me right now, because it's one of those where, you know, you say, hey, Donnie, give me your thoughts and opinions. Well, it could go either way. Like, Dak could light up this team. The good part about Dak Prescott coming back, number one, is at home. Number two, they lost the previous week to the Eagles. So sort of that pressure is off for Dak. You better get out there and be so good here because Cooper Rush was unbeaten when he was out there. And quite frankly, we've had Cooper Rush today. We might have won the game because you played so poorly. I don't think that's going to happen against the Lions. That's a bad football team, particularly on defense and the right spot for Dak Prescott to get healthy. But talking about, you know, measuring expectations here, it looks like he's going to be full go with no restraints. He talked about it in the press yesterday and the day before. Number one, he expects to start. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are expecting him to start unless there's some massive setback, but also talking about what he's going to wear on that thumb. So many times you see it when you're banged up, maybe get some of that, you know, tape that you put around it or a little harness that they say, oh, it doesn't affect it, but it's just out there just in case something goes wrong to hold that in place. Looks like he's probably going to go out there with nothing on the thumb, which leads me to believe that that grip strength is back to where it needs to be to be effective. Total in this game listed at 48 and a half here at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I do think there's a really good chance it goes over that number, even though Detroit didn't show up all that well in New England. Kevin, you are getting some of those reserves back. Hopefully, DeAndre Swift limited in practice all week with that shoulder injury. But I'm on St. Brown back-to-back days of full practices. He should be back to help that offense. But I do think the Dallas Cowboys defense should have a good day. If I'm looking at this line, it's one of those, Kevin, where you say, do you want to take the Dallas Cowboys and think they win this football game? I do think they win the game. But that means they're probably going to have to win by double digits. And maybe that little thing in the back of your mind that tells you, what if Dak's not 100% right? And I'm not talking about playing bad football, Kevin. I'm just talking about third and seven in the red zone. A little bit off on a fade route. Timing not there on a slant pass. That could lead to them winning the football game, but still not covering by that margin. I lean towards Detroit in this game, but I'm tempering my expectations on Dak. Not to say he's going to have a bad week, but I'm just not sure he's going to light it up for 350 and three scores. 
For the Detroit Lions coming off of their bye, I think what will be most exciting for this team is to not be outside. They are opening four games. We're all inside of a dome. They all went over the listed total. They then went to New England, and they were shut out. The number one scoring offense entering that game against the New England Patriots were shut out. They need to keep Goff inside. Well, he's inside here against Dallas. And with Amra St. Brown coming back and with DeAndre Swift coming back, I agree it gives Detroit a good chance to hang here, cover the seven, and could very well push this game over the total. I, I think there's a world where Detroit could pull the upset because I think the Lions are going to get to, let's just say, 24 points. It's about what we actually get here from the Cowboys. And I do think the Cowboys, against an awful Detroit Lions rush defense, could give this to Zeke a ton and could give this to Pollard a ton, but will they? Is that really going to be how they approach this game, or is it going to be a lot of Prescott? The one thing to note here on his over-under, one-and-a-half passing touchdowns, did not hit it, of course, in that opening game where they did not score a touchdown against the Tampa Bay Bucks. But last season, over one-and-a-half, he was 11-5 and to that number. More importantly, 8-0. and 8-0. At home last year mm. for two plus mm. passing touchdowns. Interested to see where the target share lines up now with Dak back full time. You expect a lot of CD Lamb, but your Dalton Schultz's, your Noah Browns, and others certainly need to be sorted out as well. The Dolphins and the Steelers then take place on Sunday night. Tua's return. Do we think that Tua is less likely to be under 100% than Dak? We haven't seen Dak in a while. Is the hand 100% okay? Do we, is the, is the, the idea is if Tua is out there, Donnie, he yeah. should be like 140%, right? I, I like where you're going with this because I think it's what you're saying is if you're lining both of these quarterbacks up and you say, Donnie, pick one of these quarterbacks who you trust more this weekend just playing this single football game, it's not going to be Dak Prescott and it's Dak Prescott by a mile. Dak Prescott's not coming back into the pocket going, man, last time I was out here, broke my thumb. I am going to be scared to death if I have three linebackers beaning down on me and have to stand in the pocket and deliver and take a shot. If we're looking at Tua Tagovailoa, I'm not saying that, you know, it's just like race car drivers. You get into a car wreck here, two weeks later, three weeks later, they're back in the car. It's almost like the quicker you get back in that cockpit, the quicker you get back in that car or in the pocket of a football game, the better you'll feel. Maybe you just got to get some of those jitters out. But also, from a coaching perspective for Tua Tagovailoa this weekend, what are we calling for him? Rollouts? Quarterback sneaks? What happens, Kevin, if it's a third and one on the 10-yard line going in? And week one, they just said, you know what, let's call this right now quarterback draw can they not call that play because they're worried at him taking extra shots here I do think there's going to be one of those you know governors placed on Tua Tagovailoa with what he can actually do tonight and what he can excuse me this weekend and what he actually can exceed over the next couple weeks I'm a little bit nervous for Tua Tagovailoa because we know every time he gets hit or swung to the ground what are the replays going to do focus right on him look at his eyes see if he's stumbling is he okay yeah, I, I, but I also think for, again, if Tua is on the field, he has to be a thousand. He's percent. far enough removed, yeah. right? Where he is, again, he's a thousand percent. Could he have yeah. some mental hurdles? Maybe so. It's, it's, that's, of course, tough to, to say, and, and only time will tell. I will mm -hmm. say the matchup for Tua is a nice one to return to. This is a Pittsburgh defense that last week, Tom Brady was the first quarterback all season to go under his passing yards prop. And Tom still threw for uh, nearly 250 yards. We have no Tua yeah. numbers yet, but I will be interested in some of those Tua overs. And I'll be interested, of course, in uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill props as those two were a combined 5-1 and one to their individual numbers over in the first three weeks of the season. Obviously, two of them left in week number four on Thursday night against Cincinnati. What do you think about this side or total, though? The Dolphins are laying a seven spot against the Steelers. Pickett likely back under center. 
I got to tell you, like, I'm not a huge Pittsburgh Steelers guy, as you know here, but I was impressed last week with them just hanging around and doing enough to win where Kenny Pickett's supposed to be the future quarterback. Mitchell Trubisky wasn't the starter, wasn't taking reps, and came in and performed well in the second half enough to lead them to a victory. I just see that seven, and it's kind of interesting, Kevin, because if you take it through the, like, timeline of this week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we really weren't sure who either quarterback was going to be. But the FanDuel Sportsbook said, we don't care. We're going to lay a seven out here. I know how talented Miami is. I know those two wide receivers can get up and down the field. And outside of, I guess, Tom Brady, everybody should be lighting up that Pittsburgh Steelers secondary. There's a really good chance to do it, like the head coach. But I'm a little bit worried, again, about Tua Tagovailoa in this game. Could he come out and have a ridiculously good game? 315 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, passer rating of 140. They move the football up and down the field. Okay, there's a chance for that. But I'm finding myself looking at the seven going. I'll take Kenny Pickett. He's going to start also coming off a concussion here. I don't know what I'm technically still getting out of two attack by Loa. That's not enough for a touchdown advantage for me. You want to hang this in no man's land, like four and a half, five and a half, six and a half, somewhere in that range. Then you're saying to yourself, okay. Maybe the Dolphins will be in play. They win the game at home. You're probably going to win it by seven points, and I'll take my chances in that. But I don't trust the Miami Dolphins just yet. It's one of those games, Kevin, where I know you like to say, maybe you sit back and watch in the first quarter here. Is Tua lighten it up? Is he confident? Is he excited? Is all his passes you know, on target in the first quarter? Or is it one of those where that first series, they run the ball three times just to get Tua back in check here as being in an NFL game? It's too many points for me. It really is. I'll take the seven. What I think's interesting with Pittsburgh so far this season, right, is trying to identify mm-hmm. the spots where, ooh, Tomlin will have his guys up and Tomlin will have his guys ready. And we know that happened in week number one against Cincinnati and they were able to pull off that upset. And then they were able to do it last week, catching double digits in Pittsburgh against the Bucs and they pull off the upset again. We have not seen this team actually go out there and cover back-to-back games, much less win back-to-back games. And I know this is a bit odd, but it did stand out to me as I was getting set for this game here. Mike Tomlin has been oddly awful against the spread in night games. 9-17 and against the spread since 2017 at night. That just doesn't... I feel like you'd say, like, ah, big game. Don't you think Tomlin has the guys ready to go out there? They've not performed all that well. I absolutely trust the Dolphins to win this game as a seven-point favorite. I think they become an intriguing teaser option. Let's talk about the team that the Steelers upset last week, and that's the Tampa Bay Bucks and Tom Brady, who now play a Christian McCaffrey-less Carolina Panthers. Good luck to them. We'll be right back here on the Early Line. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Back with you live on Sports Grid. Let's look at some big spots with some big quarterbacks. We begin with the Carolina Panthers, who just lost Christian McCaffrey. They're now catching 13 points on the road against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The total for this game is 39 and a half. I know the story of any Brady game is Brady. This might be a rare exception. Carolina's team total is 12 and a half. Last week, you jumped in the mud. You bet a Carolina team total. You had opportunities, to be fair. Now, a defensive touchdown largely helped. I am. You watched Carolina last week. McCaffrey's gone. They're playing a better defense, but they are home. P.J. Walker. Any, any temptation to go dumpster diving again with this Carolina Panthers team and bet a team total over 12 and a half? Sometimes it is so low where it's like you just want to roll the dice out there, right, and get it started. But at the same time, you have to realize what you're getting yourself into, which when you see the 12 and a half, you can't think of it as like, oh, if they get 13 points, no. Because there's not going to be a touchdown and then have multiple scoring drives on top of it with field goals. They're going to have to push you over that total. What you're basically looking at and saying to yourself, can the Carolina Panthers get two touchdowns? I don't think there's any way, shape, or form. Because sometimes when you look, and if they said to me, the Carolina Panthers, 12 and a half as a team total, they were going to put in Jacob Eason at quarterback, I'd raise my eyebrow a little bit and go, okay, the guy's going to be able to throw the football downfield. Maybe some good things happen. Maybe you do get a defensive touchdown. And you just need to get a little bit lucky. Short field, player falls down, touchdown. Oh, look at that. Carolina got beat 31 to 14, and you cashed in your ticket anyway at that point. But what I saw last week was pretty disturbing. And it's not to say that Matt Rule is gone and now nobody can figure out what to do with the offense. But this wasn't the case of, Kevin, a backup wide receiver playing quarterback for your football team when the only thing he knew how to do was not read a defense, hand the football off, and immediately catch the ball and fire it to the right or left to a wide receiver and hope people block so they can pick up some first downs here. And, oh, yeah, you have Christian McCaffrey, which sometimes that helps. As you saw late in that football game, a simple five-yard out, two broken tackles, had McCaffrey and the Panthers inside the red zone for a first and goal, which then again, bad quarterback play through a first and goal interception in the end zone where you try to throw through five people. My question is the sustainability of drives here for the Carolina Panthers. If you take Christian McCaffrey out of this lineup, there's nothing really explosive. Oh, Deonta Foreman's going to be in the backfield. Chuba Hubbard, Raheem Black's here. Stop the madness here. DJ Moore is probably already checked out on the season, holding his cell phone today as we speak, waiting to find his new team. I don't know what we're getting out of and also at the end of that football game, Kevin, last week against the Rams. Yet P.J. Walker knocked out with neck and concussion symptoms, and he's going back out there today. The entire scheme this year for the Carolina Panthers is, can we just hit fast forward, go 1-16, and, and get our quarterback and coach of the future? There's no more planning going into this. Maybe their defense will put up a little bit of a fight. But if you're going three and out like seven straight times to start the game, which might be the case here, it's going to get ugly. It sure is. By the way, I did some looking around for you. P.J. Walker, it looks like now things might change with the McCaffrey news. 156 mm -hmm. and a half for a passing <laughs> yardage prop. Last week, a glistening 10 for 16 for 60 yards before being knocked out of that game. I also think he's a candidate to be benched in this game, like not play any fourth quarter, even if he's healthy, like not play in the fourth and they let Jacob Eason go out there and spin it around. So I, I, it would only be under for me on that P.J. Walker prop. But this is a bit of a smash spot in Tom Brady, uh, his career historically. This is the lowest Tampa Bay total for the Tom Brady-led Buccaneers. So we have not seen a number uh, at, at this point, again, right now, because it's moved a little bit, 39 and a half. To give you again a little bit of history here on some Tom Brady numbers, in his career with a total of 42 or less, 44-16-1 against the spread. That's 73%. That is Pretty substantial, and it makes sense because remember when we used to always complain, oh, Tom and his defense, Tom and his defense, and they, well, yeah, when Tom has his defense, they win, and it works, and Tom's defense here is supposed to absolutely dominate. Also, uh, when Brady coming off of a loss, booked as a touchdown or better, 14-2 and two against the spread in the next game. I, I think the Bucks absolutely roll here. I think there's a chance this goes over 39 and a half. 
38-3. I wouldn't rule that out, to be honest with you, when I look at this final score. I want to keep it moving here because it's not the only spot that we've got some backup quarterback play uh, checking in against supposed to be legendary quarterback pay. How about the Commanders and the Packers, Donnie? Four and a half Green Bay lays on the road. Total here, 41 and a half. It's Taylor Heineke. Look at that spread. Look at that spread. Do you see that spread, Donnie? It's four and a half and five and a half at the same time. Look at that. You can get no matter. We got a couple of options I mean, that's for an you odds here. Boost. Is that the new the odds boost line. at the FanDuel Sportsbook? I, I like mean, that. Now, yeah. now that. Now that's a good time. What do you think Oof. here? Heine, I don't even know. What, what's the bigger story, Heineke or Rodgers? The bigger story here is Taylor Heineke is getting the start. And the bigger story on top of that is this line was five and a half when Wentz was going to play and now four and a half when Heineke is going to play. So the betting public more confident in a Taylor Heineke start here than they would with Carson Wentz. But I hear you on this. This has nothing to do with the commanders for me in this game. I need to see Green Bay because I sort of take that umbrage with What are you doing, Green Bay? We all told you you were completely wrong by getting rid of one of the best wide receivers in football and playing it off as no big deal. We have Alan Lazard at wide receiver. And, oh, yeah, Romeo Dobbs made it. Wait till you see this guy play. Understandable. They've not been good, and we've expected that. But what do we get out of Aaron Rodgers in this game? Because we know behind the scenes, the bickering, I can't play with these wide receivers, even though I got all this money, nobody's helping me out. We got to simplify the offense. But we're all still waiting back, Kevin, and saying, Aaron Rodgers. It's Aaron Rodgers. He'll get it together. Green Bay will put it together. This is what they do. Kevin, we agree. This was one of the easier schedules in football that they're rolling through. And you're questioning if they can even win football games against the commanders with a backup quarterback. That's how bad it is in Green Bay at this point. I'm no longer on that bandwagon saying, I'm going to sit back and say Rodgers will figure it out. What's Rodgers figuring out? They score 17 points in this game and hold on for a victory against the commanders? That's what it feels like to me. I don't know if I can't quit Rodgers, though. I can't. How does this get? How is this this bad? It shouldn't be this bad. I get. Let me ask you this, though, Dr. Donnie. Do do you think any of this is tied to the thumb injury that he keeps missing Wednesday practices for? Not at all. Not at all. Like I, I understand. Like it's got to bother him a little bit, but it's not as if he yeah. just started throwing the football and understanding the quarterback position. He knows how to make things mm-hmm. work and what plays are going to work and what throws he can make. It would also be one thing, Kevin. I said, whoa, whoa, Green Bay was averaging forty points a game, hurt his thumb. Now he only scores fourteen a game. Maybe it is the thumb. It's not the thumb. It's the offense there. It's just the weapons. When you have an offense that isn't explosive. And when you score, like, you get up seven points for the Packers, and then you get into Aaron Rodgers mode where, hey, you know it's more fun than scoring points, seeing if we can go 10 yards every three plays exactly and run this clock out. That's what it feels like. Yeah, I, I think you'll you'll probably see some commanders plus 10.5 as a teaser option. I understand it. I will say LaFleur and Rodgers, uh, this was the first time they'd lost consecutive regular season games. So – not a, uh, a common thing for these two. Uh, it never happened before uh, with these two. Also, I will principal play Rodgers over one and a half passing touchdowns if the juice mm, is hurt what it looks like it's going to be at minus 120. Over the last three seasons, he has hit this in 32 of 38 games and has not once failed to do it in back-to-back games. I will go over one and a half passing touchdowns with Rodgers if that juice is where it looks like it will mm-hmm. be. Unless we get some updates around his thumb that he basically can't throw the football and he's out there as a decoy. Let's get to Donnie's game of the week. It's Titans Colts. Why? Yeah. Well, Donnie's got a big opportunity here for his boy, Frank Reich. I mean, what has become coach of the year? Favorite would have win here despite how yeah. awful this team looks. They'll certainly be the favorites in the AFC South. They are right now, but they are not favorites in this football game. Ryan Tannehill and the Titans coming off of a bye, which is a spot that Tannehill and the Titans have been very, very solid in, Donnie. Certainly, I think, a little bit noteworthy here. How you match this up, Tennessee and Indianapolis? I'm actually kind of surprised, Kevin, that this line is only two and a half, to be honest with you. Like, like coming off a bye here, division game, you're at home. Three points should be at least the minimum this one, maybe even a three and a half, but it just goes to show you Frank Reich and the 
you know, respect that he gets around the league, the respect that the sports book have for Frank Reich, and rightfully so. Well, I mean, that could be the case, or also Jonathan Taylor's coming back along with Naeem Hines, sort of making that offense whole, and maybe they figure it out how to actually block defending pass rushers from getting to the quarterback. We have close to 60 dropbacks, not a single sack last week for Matt Ryan. I'm not a huge believer in Matt Ryan, but I do think once he gets some more weapons back and you can lean on that running game, if Jonathan Taylor is healthy, that's going to add up. The one thing I do believe, it is going to be a close game, and I'm not so sure it's going to be all that high scoring of a game. Leaning on both of your running backs here, I think makes some sense here. So if I'm going to try to bet this game and look, I'm waiting for that three. I want that cushion in a close football game to see if it comes down to that. But that two and a half shows me everything I need to see, which is the fact that the Indianapolis Colts are going to be in this game. I'm just trying to see the quickly what the statistics here from the betting public at the FanDuel Sportsbook are. 64% of the tickets here at FanDuel coming in on Tennessee in this game. And that's not surprising. That looks like a pretty good line. One of those lines where the book setting out there is like, yeah, see that line at two and a half? You know you want to take the Titans. Come on over here and take those Titans. I think the Colts are in a really interesting spot where they lost to the Jags in embarrassing fashion, but then they got them back the next time they played them. They lost to Tennessee at home by a touchdown, despite spending like the entire game, it felt like, in the red zone. And will they be able to get them back? And if they are, obviously that's going to be a major boost for a number of outlooks here for the Indianapolis Colts. Do I think, have I been impressed by the Colts at three, you know, at three, two, and one? No, not at all. They look awful still to me, but they're three, two, and one with a chance to be four, two, and one and go to a minus price probably in terms of winning this division. But I don't think it's a good spot for the Indianapolis Colts. First of all, Vrabel has completely dominated your boy Frank Reich. Five and one straight up and against the spread against Frank Reich. Vrabel is four and oh straight up and against the spread off a bye week in the regular season as well. Plus, Ryan Tannehill has now covered six consecutive regular season starts off of a bye week. This is a good spot for the Titans. Does the bye week matter always 100%? Not always. In this spot, I think it does. Also, something to keep your eye on, though, will be these Matt Ryan props. I do not know what this Tennessee pass defense is right now. Every single opposing quarterback has thrown for two-plus passing touchdowns. That includes Daniel Jones, by the way, which is the equivalent of giving up four passing (laughs) touchdowns. Four straight quarterbacks have thrown for 300 yards Mm. against the Tennessee Titans. How is that possible? It feels like in a league where yardage is down and big plays are down, people see this Tennessee secondary, and it's just like yum, 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 and they light it up all over the place. But Ryan, uh, Matt Ryan went out there and threw for, I think, like 350 uh, somehow uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago against this team. Something to keep an eye on there. Those Matt Ryan props checking in in the low 250s. Quick break. We'll hit Jags and Giants after we close out the hour. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's close out our number one by taking a look at the Giants and the Jags. Fascinating spot here. But I also think it's a bit of a telling spot, Don. Here's how I would label this spread to me. Isn't it college football-esque, right? We know this spot. Ranked team on the road, catching points to an unranked team. If it's your first time seeing it, you go, what is going on here? And then that unranked team pulls off the upset despite being favored in the game. And you go, man, what did they know? Look at the Jacksonville Jaguars record. Look at the Giants record. Two and four Jacksonville, five and one Giants. The Jags are laying three for a reason. Yes, they are laying three for a reason. Do you want me to list off a couple of those reasons? Your quarterback is Daniel Jones. Your wide receivers are Wandale Robinson, Darius Slayton, Marcus Johnson, David Sills, and Richie James, along with your star tight end, Daniel Bellinger. It's Brian Dable. I'm going to take a deep breath right now as an Eagles fan. Let me just get this off my chest. If you give him a real quarterback, a real set of wide receivers, and a tight end, that's not going to be good news for the rest of the NFC East. But they're a little bit far off from that, and we're breaking out this game this weekend. The Jacksonville Jaguars are markedly more talented by a wide margin than what the Giants are, both offensively and also defensively. Maybe the widest margin, I don't know. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl, but Brian Dable, sort of the apple of my eye right now in the big apple, the three points looks too easy. I, I, I'm, you're going to hear me a little bit you know, hype the Giants up in the pick six contest a little bit, but I don't even need them to win the game at that point. But there's a reason why the spread sits at a plus three for the Giants because they're just not talented and they're winning with smoke and mirrors and a damn good football mm. coach. It, it is fascinating to see. I, I also don't think that it's the Giants getting three points. I don't think is all about, ah, oh, we don't believe yeah. in the Giants. The Jags are much better than the two and four record says they are Mm -hmm. much better. And they've left opportunities out there now a couple of weeks in a row. It does make sense to think Jacksonville bounces back. But here's the one thing I know. Nobody on this show will be surprised. The Giants are six and one. What do we think about these Dable coach of the year odds? Of course they will. We hit Major League Baseball to start hour two. There's a moment you realize you're ready for what's next in your career. Maybe it's when you're trying a new scone recipe and think, I could open a cafe. Or maybe you're helping a coworker and say, I could teach a course on this. Whatever your moment is, it's never too early to plan for a career that lives longer. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. For skills training, resume tips, and job listings, visit aarp.org work. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.